BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, welcome to the I Love You So Much podcast with me, Kenzie Elizabeth. Today's episode, we have Mason Healy on. Mason is a very good friend of mine. I absolutely love and adore him. He is a YouTuber. He's super into self-improvement and he's just very wise. He gives me the best advice and he always leaves me feeling like so refreshed after spending time with him. I love him so much. I think just so highly of him. He is the absolute best. So I'm so excited to have him on today's episode. Hope you guys enjoy and let's get started. Okay, guys. So this is Mason. Hi, guys. We are going to start out with hot seat. Okay. We have definitely We've played done this seat. one too many times. <laughs> I always am like, yeah, I play this with all of my friends. So everyone, everyone gets it. Okay. So when is a time in your life that you feel you knew the least about yourself? Holy shit. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, I think in uh probably high school like before I started like getting into like self-improvement and spirituality before all of that I felt like really like disconnected from myself and I I I guess I didn't feel disconnected from myself but looking back now I definitely was like I was Mm -hmm. not myself at all so yeah yeah okay what is your go-to coffee order uh grande white mocha iced white mocha you just got that we just with an extra shot it's so good (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay last one favorite item of clothing favorite item of clothing I always wear my Converse, like, without fail. Yeah, just, like, that's true. Yeah, like, I don't know. They just are such a vibe, and it's, like, so easy, and it's so, like, you can wear it with everything. Yes. But, you need yeah. a Converse campaign. I know. God, where's my brand deal? <laughs> okay, I said that was the last one, but I thought of something else. Okay. Um, okay, what is your, like, hot piece of clothing? Like, if you want to be, like, I'm going out and I'm hot, Feeling what do you sexy? wear? I love, like, the silk flowy shirts. Yeah. And then, like, tucking it in with, like, a nice belt, like, that's... I feel that. I feel so good in that. That's a great look. Yeah. You should wear that on my... Tw- oh, well, you're not going to be here on my 21st. Whatever. Big bear. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so we're going to start off with the questions. Cool. Um, what is a typical day in the life of Mason Healy? Typical day in the life? Um, <laughs> so I've been, like, trying not to sleep in lately, but, like, usually I sleep in pretty late, like, 10 or 11, which is mm-hmm. not good. <laughs> I know that. And then, um... For probably the past, like, two years now, I've been waking up every single day. I start out by journaling. I just get all of my thoughts out, like, on paper so that it's, like, on paper, out of my head, and I can, like, really, like, create a game plan of, like... Because I have a lot of anxiety, so, like, I have to, like, really, like, trick my brain into, like... And, like, work with it. So I, I like this every morning. Yeah. yeah, you have to, like, write everything out that's, like, in your head yes. so that it's, like, not in your head anymore. Um, Then from there, so I'll do 15 minutes of journaling with, like, a cool Spotify playlist on in the background, and I, like, light a candle. I'm so dramatic. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) (laughs) 
And then um, from there, I do 15 minutes of like a self-improvement book of any kind, whether it's like productivity or spirituality or whatever. That's what I um, do for 15 minutes. And then my last 15 minutes of my morning is me meditating. So I'll do like a headspace guided meditation yeah. or just like a breathing meditation. But like meditation is essential, especially like after I'm like writing my thoughts mm -hmm. out, I have to like meditate to like clear it out. So then, um, usually my go-to breakfast is a Starbucks breakfast sandwich, and it, like, changes daily, but it's usually, like, the sausage and cheddar classic breakfast sandwich. That is a classic. Yes. Grande ice, grande iced white mocha, like we said, mm -hmm. with an extra shot. Birthday cake pop, that's, like, go-to breakfast. <laughs> Birthday cake pop, that's yes. the best part. Yes. Then from there, I'll sit for, like, three hours and, like, <laughs> contemplate, like, where I'm going in life and, like, why I'm not going to, like, where I want, or, like, why I'm not, like, where I want to be. And it's because I'm, like, sitting there thinking about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I'll, like, think about, like, how horrible my life is. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no, so then I'll come home and I start planning out my day. So I, like, think, okay, like, what video do, you, do I need to film? Do I need to, like, broadcast today? Like, just, like, I plan out my day, basically, um, after I eat. And then from there, I'll just, like, start on random things. So, like, I've been um, filming, like, because I took a break from YouTube. But now I'm back, so I've been filming YouTube videos, so I'll, like, film, I'll, like, broadcast, and then, like, a lot lately I've been, like, going on hikes and going mm -hmm. to the beach and just getting outdoors because my roommate is so, like, active and outdoorsy. That's, like, become a part of my life, which yeah. I didn't think that that would happen. I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> I'm an active person now. Who would have thought? <laughs> um, That's how I feel. Now I love being outside. It's yeah. so hard. Oh, my God, no. It's, like... It's so essential for, like, mental health. Yes, it really is. Something yeah. about just being... And, like, just completely disconnecting. Okay, yeah. how do you... I have had this problem recently. I use, I am a morning person. Mm -hmm. I love getting up early. Yeah. But for some reason, it is so difficult for me to get out of bed now. Like, really? I set my alarm even for 8 a.m. this morning. Well, actually, this is what I do. I set my alarm for 8 a.m. Mm -hmm. And then I wake up, and I'm completely awake, and I'm ready. But I'm like, oh, I could just lay here for another hour. And yeah. then when I reset my alarm clock for 9, it's so much harder for me to wake up. What do you do? Do you want to know why? I have, like, it's the like science. A, okay, I knew there was that, science Yeah, there's it. a science behind it. So, Andrew tells me this, too. Yeah, so, yeah. like, when you're sleeping, you have, like, different cycles of sleep. Like, you know that. Yeah. Like, um, so it's, like, every, like, 90 minutes, your brain enters, like, a new cycle of REM or sleep or whatever that whole like terminology is I don't, mm -hmm. I don't know something, like, <laughs> um, that. something okay. like that but your brain goes into like these sleep cycles and what happens is when you push snooze on your alarm you wake up obviously so your brain's awake at that point and then it's like ready to start your day because you like interrupted your sleep cycle so it's like ready to go but what happens is when you sleep for like 15 minutes longer it starts a new cycle so then when you wake up 15 minutes later your brain thinks it's like in that new sleep cycle and it's just like all sorts of messed up you're like messing up like your chemistry basically honestly so this is like actually like why I learned about like the five second rule and like why it's like been so essential in my life but um when you were telling me that before the podcast I, that's exactly what I was thinking exactly. like, I have to just do it so as soon as the alarm goes off you're gonna like wake up and be like oh okay this is what I have to do today should I like go back to sleep and then you're gonna like catch that in your head because I think you're like conscious enough to be like oh yeah I'm doing that thing again where I like want to go back mm -hmm. to sleep but as soon as you catch that, you start counting down in your head from five to zero. So you go five, four, three, two, one, zero. And what that does is it interrupts like all the excuses, all the reasonings for like why you think you should stay in bed. And it like switches your brain to focus on something completely different. Yeah. So you start counting down. And then by the time you get to zero, your body has to be moving like out of bed. You have to be up and out of that bed by the time you hit zero. 
And then it's just like a game changer. It's such yeah. a simple brain trick, but it's like it overcomes like all of your excuses. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm gonna so, start doing that. Yeah, like as soon as your alarm goes off, as soon as you hear it and you start like recognizing that you're like trying to go back to sleep, start yeah. counting down in your mind. And then by the time you get to zero, be like standing up, like starting your day. It's a game changer. I'm not joking. I want to be one of those people who wakes up at 5 a.m. Yeah. Like, I really do. Joe did that for a little bit. There's a there's some videos on YouTube. There was this guy. I watched them. I don't remember who it was. But he basically, like, didn't really like his life or something like that. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then um, he, like, made the, it was, like, a challenge. And he was going to wake up at 5 a.m. every mm-hmm. morning for a week. I kind of want to do that as a YouTube video, too. That'd be so interesting. Yeah. So just, like, document. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and he talks about how much he loved it and how much of a difference mm-hmm. it made in his life and how it was just so good, especially because he would wake up at 5 a.m. and then he wouldn't turn his phone off on until 6 a.m. Mm, and I thought huge. that was amazing. A huge thing is to not check your phone in the morning because yes. if you think about it, like, when you open your phone, you're literally, like, letting all these other people's lives into your own. Yeah. So it's, like like, bombarding your life with, like, other people, like, emails, like, different yes. things, and you get so distracted, but, like, the first 90 minutes of your day are, like, your most, like, productive time to, like, actually do stuff, so if you stay away from your phone and, like, social media for those, like, 90 minutes and, like, take the time to, like, plan out your day and, like, do your most important things first, that feels so good, and it's mm-hmm. nice when it's early because then, like, everyone oh. else starts to wake up and you're like, bitch, I already did, like, 30 <laughs> things, I've been to the gym, like, yes. it feels so good. Like, Working out in the morning is huge, too, and I feel so much better when I do it, it's just mm-hmm. getting myself to do it. There's an app that I was using, I can't remember what it's called, I deleted it, but it... It tracks your time on your phone, Mm. which it's crazy. You spend like six hours on your phone. You don't even realize it. And then, so for me, it would, the reason I had to take it off is because I use Waze so much and I couldn't, like for some reason. It it, would like mess it up. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you can go on there and take Waze off, but it wasn't working for me. I don't know. But there's apps that track your time on your phone. I'm going to re-download it today. I want to download that. Oh, because I was not on my phone at all when I had that app and it would, it'll make this obnoxious like screaming alarm mm-hmm. and so i was like never on it oh it was God, so helpful that's sick i want that yeah also well, I heard, I heard, okay, like what? check your phone 250 times a day oh I like that's like that. the average and that's that. insane to me like it's crazy even just like sitting there like scrolling through just like it like i timed myself one time i was like i just want to like see how long i'm like on my phone typically I thought it was, like, two minutes of my time that I was just, like, scrolling mm-hmm. through, checking things yeah. really quick. It, it took, like, 20 minutes yes. to, like, get through everything that I wanted to do. Yeah. And that's so insane. Like, uh. Also, it's just the idea that we are accessible to everyone 24-7. And mm. if someone... Like, my anxiety this summer was really bad to the really? point where I would... If someone would text me that wasn't... I mean, I guess it really depends. If, if you weren't, like, one of five people texting me, if someone would text me, I would just, like lose it like I was spreading myself too thin I think socially and I just had so much going on and I also put a lot of pressure on myself in all aspects but especially because I'm like if I'm your friend like if I want to be your friend I will show up yeah I will exactly like I'm like I'm going like I'm doing this (laughs) it's like I either am going to or I'm not oh yeah so it was a bunch of people that like I love and I think are amazing but they weren't necessarily people that I was planning to do that for and then I felt like I maybe let them on and made them think that or you like start whatever. To like guilty too. Like yeah. the more texts that you don't reply to, the more messages you don't yeah. respond to, it like builds up. And I bet that's like where oh. your anxiety came from because you're like overwhelmed. Yeah. And, like, and it, like there's like so yes. much. It yeah. sounds so dumb, but it was like way deeper than, oh, it's just a text message. It was just like a another person needs something or mm-hmm. like, and it's like I couldn't do it. I was like over promising. I, I wasn't even promising anything. It was just like people expected that. You probably like expected it out of yourself. Yeah. Too. And I did Not too. Not necessarily. Like, yeah. It's because Joe, especially with. Joe and I living in this house, yeah. Joe is, a, like, we both 
are like the, the relationships that we have with people i don't know how to phrase this are typically deeper than a lot of people have with especially like in la level. they're not, we're not very service level at all yeah so if you come over like and we have like a night where everything it's always really deep like that's mm -hmm. just how we are and those conversations go for a long time yeah and so, they go for like, a long time and so like imagine we, having 30 of those friends and yes. having like these deep talks yeah where, like, you like lose yourself almost. yes and then people would be like like i think people would just expect that which like totally understandable but then it was like I just like couldn't do it and it makes me sound like ridiculous and I'm so grateful for those people but it's also like it was just like so it was stupid but I was just getting like really overwhelmed so then yeah. it was the idea of like even right now like my manager's calling me but it was just the idea <laughs> of like, like getting texts in my pocket what she's talking about <laughs> no it was just the idea of being accessible to people 24 7 and if you don't reply like it's annoying like I'll have friends who will text me and it's like I just like for me actually my phone has kind of become a root of anxiety like that's definitely been a spark like I've talked about this a billion times but I'll bring it up again I delete my social apps all the time I take like weekend breaks from oh, social media yeah it's, oh, it's amazing it's the yeah. best thing you can do for yourself and like I log into Joe's phone or I'll log into Ian's phone or someone that I'm always with mm -hmm. and like they have both have I think they both have my Instagram on their phone actually but <laughs> I, I will just like <laughs> I know I'm like what are they doing on there no I'm just kidding but also like take the photo and like edit it and have a caption and post it because mm. that's not what is bothering me it's just the fact that i'm like spending so much time on there it's a habit it's, it's so just, easy yeah. just to click, like click open your phone and you just like start going automatically you don't even like think about it oh yeah it's yeah. crazy and i also like it sucks because i am a huge fan of social media like mm -hmm. i think social media does way more good than bad i also think that it's such a personal thing like for some person social media can be horrible but for other people it can be the best thing ever i think if you're the type of person that compares that's when it becomes yes. the most horrible oh, thing for ever. sure but if you're like confident and grounded in yourself then social media is fun because it's like you're not like so like stressed all the time and oh, i think sure. i used to do that like I unfollowed probably, like, 30 people that, like, whenever I saw their picture, I was e either getting, like, jealous or, like, feeling like I'm not good enough compared to them, and so I just unfollowed them, and, like, that was, like, a good, like, little trick yeah. that, like, changed things for me, but... For yeah, sure. it's crazy. Like, the muting button has been good for Instagram, too. Yes, love that. That's a good one. I And, like, I'm also just, like, if you're going to mute someone, just unfollow them. But there's certain situations where it's just you, easier yeah. to mute than it is yeah, to unfollow. Yeah, you don't want, like, the drama. Yeah. And, like, have just, to care about it's it. So it's so stupid. stupid. <laughs> it's so stupid. That's funny. There was something I was going to say about... Oh, I, like, I totally understand why social media is bad for people. And, like, I think it can be bad for me, too. Like, mm -hmm. for sure. But I also, yeah. like, I love that... I'm able to see what all my friends are doing. Like, my friends are all over the country, you know? Mm. So, it's, like, it's so awesome to be able to see what people are doing. Oh, my God, yeah. Keep up. I've met, like, majority of my, like, lifelong friends online. online. Like, cute. I'm in L.A. because of social media. Yeah. Like, I think it's amazing. And the connections and just, like, meeting people and just everything. Like, obviously, I'm a way bigger fan than I am not. But I recognize that it can definitely be It could be horrible. detrimental, for sure. I, I have a hard time with the people who, like, hate social media yeah. and are, like, all against it. It's, like... Of course, like, there's going to be things like that that could either be good or bad, but it's, like, about balancing it out and then, like, also being honest with yourself about, like, why am I on social media right now? Is it to, like, zone out and, like, cope with, like, this negative feeling I'm having? Like, do I just not want to, like, pay attention to, like, the real stuff? Like, if you're being honest with yourself about, like, what you're using social media for, then I think that's, like, a game changer because a lot of people are, like, trying to make themselves look better. But if you're just, like, honest and genuine, then, like, yes. you can't, like, do harm by doing that. You know what I mean?
Okay, guys, I'm just here to talk about Sempered. You guys have heard me talk about it before, but I just love it so much. If you guys are not familiar with Sempered, it is a luxury perfume subscription service. Again, I've used Sempered since I was a sophomore in high school. It's so nice because you don't have to commit to, like, a full-size bottle of, like, really nice perfume. You can just try out new scents monthly. They have 450 designer brands, and you can choose a new one every month. They have, like, Prada, Gucci, Kate Spade, Tom Ford. I I just got a Juicy Couture one. I always get Viva La Juicy like at any point that I possibly can because you guys know I'm obsessed with Juicy. But they have so many brands that you guys can choose from. And what I love the most about it, again, is that you don't have to commit to like a full-size bottle and get bored with it. You guys can just try it out. And since there's 450 designer brands on there, you could try a new one out like every month and you basically have like a lifetime of choices. Like you're never going to get bored of it. I love smelling good. So this is like one of my favorite things. They also have men's cologne on there. So this is a really good gift. Like the holiday season's coming up. This is a really, really good like Christmas gift for like a boyfriend or a brother or a dad. Also, there's free shipping all the time and you don't have to talk to pushy salespeople. Like when you go to a department store, it's so annoying if you try out scents because they like basically force you to buy it and before you know it you have like five perfumes in your bag that you really didn't even like the scent of so Semper's amazing because it's all online and you guys can just like do it from the comfort of your own living room I'm sure a lot of you guys have a cabinet of perfumes that you have that you don't really even like. With Sempered, you don't have to commit and waste all that money. You guys can just try out new scents monthly. So that is why I always use Sempered.com. With this exclusive offer, you'll get 50% off your first month today. That's only $7.50 for your first perfume. That's S-C-E-N-T bird.com slash love. Use my code love for 50% off your first month. Again, that is S-C-E-N-T-Bird.com slash love. I guarantee if you guys try out Simpered, you are definitely going to find, like, not even just one scent that you love, but a billion. So I highly, highly recommend this. Okay, so now let's get back to the show. Yeah, Mason and I were talking today about how we're so glad that being real is trendy again on Thank YouTube. Because <laughs> for so long it was so fake. People like, can, like, be open about, like, their, like, mental health and, like, yeah, it's crazy. It's, like, that wasn't yeah. a thing two years ago. It's so cool because you're, like, that's what I think YouTube is about is, like, connecting with real people. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so awesome. But back to the people having, like, really harsh opinions on social media. Yeah. I think in general, though, I just have a really hard time with people who just have very big, negative, harsh opinions about any anything not anything actually that depends but i think there's a difference between being like an activist yes versus like actively like hating something and like like doing everything you can to like put all your energy into it it's like focus on something else you know well even when you're an activist though you're not someone who's like you're not i mean you can be but when i think of an activist who's fighting for something yeah exactly like their intent is so different Mm -hmm. and i think it's so important to like speak out on things like the lgbt community like feminism Mm -hmm. black lives matter all that stuff that's not really what i'm talking about i'm talking about just people in general who are so negative towards things that they're not they don't have like an open mind to like hear the other side or whatever and while i don't agree with anyone that's against any of the things that i listed i think it would be like in any sense i think it would be like helpful alexis she's on i talk about this all the time Mm -hmm. but it's like we're not gonna get anywhere by like screaming at people Mm-mm. like it's like yes clearly we're not conservatives but we've it's, done that for how long with yeah. like how many wars have we been through exactly. and like look at where it got us like, exactly and it's also like if i'm talking to someone who doesn't agree with who i voted for or doesn't agree with how i think whatever 
you're not going to reach someone by screaming at them and telling them that they're wrong, even if what they believe is hurting people so bad. Like, that, it's hard because it's, like, I believe in justice and you need to, like, stand strong. But it's also, it's scary because it's, like, okay, but if we're just screaming at these people and we're not even, like, when I say hear them out, just, like, listen, you don't have to, like, agree with them. It's, like, I think that... Uh, clearly it's not working and like mm-hmm. maybe it does in some cases i'm really not talking about the extremes i'm just talking about day-to-day life like <laughs> get into like really deep topics. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah i'm like anyways yeah like use on abortion <laughs> <laughs> religion no uh, i'm totally kidding well i think bottom line social media is always going to be a thing like no matter what yeah phone, cell phones are always going to be a thing there's there's always going to be something that people are either going to agree with or disagree with but i think what happens is people get so caught up in their point of view being like the right mm-hmm. point of view and then they also get caught up in like in order to like make other people understand why i'm right and they're wrong yes. we have to like yell at them we have to cause like a big like uproar when i think in it should be the other way like i think love is what really brings people together yeah. bottom line so if you're loving even someone like who hates you like if you can be in that space where you're like coming with love and like not like fighting back it like includes people as opposed to like pushing them apart you know what yes I mean? it's about unity not just unity another thing is i think like if you think about it people view like liberals just as like it is mm-hmm. an example as like these crazy liberals you know <laughs> yeah. and it's like god forbid like you know if they they already view it as that so when a conservative is listening to a liberal and there's like it and then you scream at them they're already in their mind they're just like oh I was right Mm -hmm. you know and it's just but like when I'm talking about this I don't really mean it in like those I'm just talking about in friendships like it's a good example to use yeah that's a good example it's like an extreme example but it's easier to explain but like in a friendship when you're talking to someone and they are like oh I'm not gonna like no I'm right and they care more it's it's more so when you care more about being right than you do about Mm -hmm. like loving the person and wanting the best for both of you that's really like the issue but people will just love people love to hate people love to think that they're right and you see it, like, we have, like, a hate culture online. Like, how many careers have we ruined of people's because it's just cool to hate people online for literally, like, a no reason. And even if there is a reason, it's, like, get a life. Like, do you think that they I, care? Yeah, like, find care. a hobby. Well, so people make mistakes, and there's a reason why they make mistakes, and usually it's because they're, they're like, hurting deep down. Mm-hmm. So the last thing they need is a video made about them talking about how horrible they are, how yeah. they messed up. That's the last thing they need. They need someone to, like, really love them and, like, help them through their situation. And I yes. think... I think, like, as a community, we need to, like, transcend, um, like, two points of views and bring it down to just, like, a baseline of, like, okay, we're all human. Yes. We all thrive for, like, acceptance and approval and love. So, like, how can we figure out how to get that for ourselves that works for everyone that's not hurting anyone else? You know what I mean? Like, how can we, like, all come together and, like, make that a reality? You know what I mean? Uh, bringing up Alexis she's all again <laughs> she <laughs> she loved that girl she was talking about it too she's like you know instead of attacking people I think we need to use those as opportunities to inform and educate people because mm-hmm. a lot of the time they just haven't been opposed to this like Carl Lentz who's like pastor of Hillsong New York says mm-hmm. this all the time and he's like proximity creates passion and distance creates distortion so mm-hmm. when you're not around people you just don't get it and it doesn't make that right and it doesn't make it okay to think these things or say these things at all like mm-hmm. not defending those actions at all yeah. but it's like if we use that as a time to inform and educate people mm-hmm. and make them understand why that's hurtful or why that's not okay yeah then people That'd be insane like yeah if people could be like that oh my god because the be more so the more that happens the more it brings people apart and the yeah. more it creates like two sides when mm-hmm. there really doesn't need to be two sides yeah there doesn't need to be two sides it just needs to be love all the yeah, way through honestly like i, I genuinely believe that like 
it's so annoying with like like Republican versus Democrat versus mm-hmm. like you know what I mean. And it's tricky because we're in such a bubble in LA. Yes. Where we're like on the forefront of like everything that's like like new and like leading edge of like really like new extreme like, very progressive of, yeah, yeah very progressive and so it's kind of it, I have to like bring myself back and be like okay what's like the rest of like the country experiencing because yeah it's hard to get stuck in your bubbles but also same thing goes for them like if you're in the yes. middle of Ohio you're you have to realize that you're stuck in a bubble and not everyone's living the way you do and not everyone's like straight and like yeah. wants to own a farm when they grow up you know what I mean like yes. there's so many different people <laughs> But, like, at the end of the day, we all want the same thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think people need to remember that. And I think that'd be such a game changer. Very big game changer. For and, sure. like, there's good people on, e- like, on both sides. Everyone's and good deep down. Yeah, I really believe exactly. that. Yeah, exactly. I agree that. I would agree with that, too. Like, there's good people on each side. So it's, like, when we're, like, demonizing people, that's tricky. Because it's, like, in this election, bring, just us talking, let's talk about politics. This election <laughs> was definitely an extreme. Mm-hmm. So it's harder because right now it's, like, how do you not see it? But it's also, like... These people, like, are not horrible, I don't Mm -hmm. think. I'm sure there are people. Like, they just don't understand or, like, they have different views. And it's, like, when we just decide to hate people because of that, it's tricky. And I am definitely not clean of this. Like, I've definitely been, like, are you serious? Yeah, I try to stay out of politics because I feel like there's, like, it goes deeper than just politics. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, like, I don't want to, like, yeah. Like, I say this stuff. Like, that was a big thing because I was, like, yeah, I just don't want to dislike people. Yeah. And it, it was just it was just bringing a lot of negative things. Well, and we were, like, having... Like, I was actually talking about this yesterday. We were having, like, so much progression as a country of, like, inclusion and, like, really, like, doing well. And then, like, the election kind of, like, effed everything up. Oh, yeah. And I think that's cool because it really, like, makes us check ourselves as to, like, okay, how loving of a person are you? You know what I mean? Like, shit didn't work out the way you wanted it to, but are you still, like, willing to, like, move forward and love people anyways? And, like... Mm-hmm be inclusive to like the people that didn't vote for the person you wanted you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like there's so many different ways to look at it but yeah that's interesting I love how this went to politics I know so anyways going back to (laughs) self-help no what you were we both like Mason and I could probably talk for seven hours Kenzie's the girl version of me I'm not yeah we we are the same person like even the stuff that you say I'm like I say that word for word (laughs) no we are the exact same but Mason you are out of anyone I know he is like the most into self-help like Mm. self-growth like he oh he just wants better for like what do you think you want better for yourself Mm. what do you think is kind of your driving motivator. Like, why do you think you are like that? I think... I think I got into, like, self-improvement and, like, spirituality and that whole, like, world of, like, all those books and, like, documentaries and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, originally, if I'm being honest, because I thought it would get me to, like, where I wanted to go. So I, like, yeah. watched The Secret when I was younger. Yeah. And I was like, hell yeah, like, this is, like, the way I'm going to get everything I want. And then it turned into something deeper for me because I noticed that, like, oh, I really do have so much more control over my life than I ever would have imagined. Mm -hmm. And I genuinely believe that if people, like, took full accountability for everything that's going on in their lives and really, like, decided to try to figure out how to, like, move past their issues instead of, like, blaming other people, like, that'd be huge. So I think I learned that, like, through self-improvement, through, like, taking actions that are, like, bettering yourself – you really, like, transform as a person, and I think I've seen that enough in myself to, like, really see the value in self-improvement. And I think people, like, just want to, like, put blame on other people or think that it's, oh, this is a medical condition, I'm, like, supposed to be this way, like, I I have depression, I have anxiety, and I'm not, like, discrediting those things Mm -hmm. because I definitely experienced those, but I don't think people 
give themselves enough credit and I think they take their power away way more than they need to. So I think yeah. self-improvement, like to really decide that, okay, I'm done living this way. I'm done treating myself this way. I want to move forward in life. I think when people can like catch on to that, it's so huge and it's so powerful because it, it takes a lot of like the hate and the blame and the negativity away. But yeah, no, I just, I think I saw enough of a transformation in myself that I was like, okay, yeah, this, this is like really cool. And I've like learned so many cool tips and tricks from different books and different things like that, that I was like, okay, yeah, I, I vibe with this. Yes. I can catch on to this. Yeah. It gets like almost addicting. Yeah. <laughs> just like, it just feels so good to like take yeah. care of yourself and be like, oh yeah, I can do that. And like, it makes you so confident because you're like doing things for yourself that are like good, like meditation or like just like down to like whatever it is if you're doing yeah. something positive for yourself it creates like confidence because you believe that you're in control you know what I mean mm -hmm. so I don't know I just I picture like a world where like people like take accountability and like really are just like trying to like create something cool for themselves and not worrying about other people like what would that look like you know what I yeah. mean yeah so especially at this like stage in our lives mm -hmm. too it's so I think it's just so vital. This is, like, the breaking point. Like, yeah. you can even, like, this is, like, where we're, like, setting ourselves up for, like, the rest of our life. And mm -hmm. so if you're not making the correct choices to, like, move yourself forward and, like, you're blaming everyone else or you're blaming your parents, blaming your friends, blaming your ex, if you're taking, like, all that energy and doing that, what, like, you're not going to get anywhere. No. And it's, like, you're just going to, like, live a life of negativity and sadness. So, like, I don't know. I And a, another thing, like, with self-improvement, like, positivity is, like, a big thing in that world, like, positive thinking. And it's so interesting because people believe, like, that their sadness or, like, their emotions come from, like, the experiences outside of them. They're like, well, yeah, of course I'm depressed. It's because I got broken up with. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. As opposed to maybe it's the way you're looking at things. Like, if you shifted your perception about everything in your life, you could feel so much better. And I mm -hmm. think shifting perception is huge. Like, if you can change your thoughts, um, like, maybe from, like, the breakup example, like, I got broken up with. Like, if you could shift it from, like... I'm so ugly, I'm so fat, that's why he broke up with me too. Okay, maybe something better is coming along and maybe this isn't the right person for me. That automatically mm -hmm. starts to feel a little bit better. You feel more empowered. So just like basic examples like that, I just think people don't realize how much control they have over their lives. Yes, and that's not taking away from like clinical depression and like no. being, that's that's not what he's talking about. I've been on like antidepressants. Yeah. I've, I'm in therapy. Like I totally, like I'll be fully open about it. Like yeah. I've been there, done that. And I definitely think depression is a real thing. But I think you have more control over it than you think. Yeah, I think sense. that you can always make take steps to make things better. There's always yeah, a step. Yeah, there's you can always take. a step. But obviously, I think it's harder when you're dealing with stuff like it's that. It's tricky when you have like that filter over your head. Yeah, it's like a like, dark cloud yeah, that you crazy. just can't. Also, when you what you said about how like oh we broke up and there's something better coming, mm -hmm. like that's just what I always think about when things don't work out. I'm like oh this would have been so awesome, would have made me so happy, like I would have loved it, and it's like mm -hmm. well. Clearly, that wasn't for me, and that only means that something better is coming. Yeah. Like, there's a reason that that didn't happen. But I'm sure you've, like, done the opposite, where you really did go down that spiral of, like, oh, the negative yeah. thinking, and you can, like, see the difference of, like, what it does for oh, you. Oh, for like, sure. No. And I think more people need to catch on to that. No, I completely agree. It yeah. really is just, yeah, so much of it is just owning your life. I, I think owning... Accountability like, is Accountability huge. is so big I can't even like I can't even express that to you mm -hmm. especially I can think about friends that I've been friends with for 10 years and I think back to just like over time with like, the people who are like no this is my life this is this is what happened I'm gonna like be better I'm gonna learn I'm gonna you know take the initiative and deal with my emotions that I've not dealt with in three years you yeah. know like that's huge that's another thing like 
you cannot push emotions away and they're not just going to go away. Like you can't just like put them in a box and just expect them to like nope. be gone. Yeah. So if you don't deal with them, you are eventually going to have to deal with them or it's going to turn into something bigger. And then well, it's like God keeps giving you like this or God or the universe or whatever you yeah. want to say, life will keep giving you the same lesson because you're really like creating the same circumstances for yourself. Because if you're not going to like be willing to like move forward and take different steps or do something different, you're always going to end up where you've been. And people wonder like why the hell their life is like so stuck. It's like, you're doing the same exact thing like do something different you know what I mean yeah it's like try something out and actually. take accountability for it like stop like stop blaming yes <laughs> I, I also think that that is one of the most attractive qualities in someone is accountability and mm. I think that also goes hand in hand with humility too because you're like humbling yourself yeah and you're Especially not with apologies too if someone oh, can that's give me an so apology attractive. with accountability oh yes then it's like Yes. Okay, yeah, like, I totally forgive you. But if they're just, like, sorry, like, yeah. instead of being, like, yo, I really messed up, I shouldn't have done that, like, if accountability is inside of an apology, ugh. Yes. Makes it's, me wet. <laughs> <laughs> for real. Especially when someone is just, like, like, if someone, one of the least attractive qualities in a guy is, oh, I don't need to apologize, or, oh, like, I wasn't wrong, so mm -hmm. I don't want to apologize. Both and I'm, like, egos, it's the so ego. Annoying. And I'm, like, just, if you care about the person, even if you don't think it was your fault, first off, it is never only one person's fault. Like, it's very rare. Like, even if you have, like, 5%, whatever, like, it's rarely, I mean, obviously, I don't want to say never, but <laughs> it, that's too harsh. But a lot of the time, more often than not, I think there's, you know, like, it takes two to tango, mm -hmm. obviously, in, like, less serious cases. So, apologizing and taking ownership of what you can't take ownership of and also just being the bigger person. Well, it's like the, so okay, attractive. So it feels good to be right. Like, cool. Like, yeah. but you lose a friend and, and like, you're oh, yeah. losing this connection with someone who, like, really matters to you. So it's like, is it, is it worth it's it? like, did you, know you win, I mean? really? Yeah, like, like, does that really feel good? Like, cool. Do you care more about winning than you do about the friendship? And a lot of people do. And it's so oh, interesting. Yeah. They, like, really, like, build up, like, this story in their head about, like, how right they are. And, yes. Like, yeah, it's so interesting. Instead of just being, like, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Especially when, if it's someone in your life that you care about, like, you guys are normally just not out to get each other. Yeah, Like, no. you don't want to hurt each other. Well, I think, like, the majority of people don't, like, like, want to actively hate people. Like, yeah. There's definitely people that I think want to actively <laughs> hate people. Don't get us wrong, we but... know that, but... <laughs> No, I don't know. It's so interesting, though. It's, like, just, I don't know. People need to, like, let go of, like, what they think their self-image would be like if they were to like admit fault you know what I mean oh yeah for sure okay do you feel like you know yourself well I think I am getting there I think the past couple of years especially being in LA like I got wrecked out here and so it like really forced me to like look at myself and like be honest about like um like where I want to go and what I want to do and I'm trying to be conscious of like the things I do that like set me off track so I'm trying to like know myself better in that way right now I'm trying to like be really aware of like okay like what what are like my habits like my go-to things and how can I like um improve those I guess to like better myself but yeah I would say I'm pretty grounded in who I am I'm definitely like trying to figure out like my spirituality and where all that fits in but I think that's normal and okay for like being yeah. however like 25 like in your 20s like I think that's like where you like really go and like learn about yourself so I like I feel good about, like, where I am because I know that, like, I'm not going to have all the answers figured out right away. Mm -hmm. But I think as long as you're, like, working towards it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you're constantly <laughs> just getting to know yourself. And I also feel like you're constantly changing. Mm -hmm. So, also, it's kind of like, do you ever really know yourself, I you know? I don't think so. I feel like that might be, like, a yeah. cliche thing because it's, like, like, 
if you're being honest, like, who are you? And I think the more, this is actually a huge, like, wake-up call for me that I had recently. The more honest you are um, with yourself about, like, your preferences, like, what you want out of life and what you expect from a person, what you want for yourself and how you want to be, the more honest you are about, like, what really, like, lights you up and feels good to you, the more you find out who you are. Mm -hmm. So if there's people struggling out there who are like, I don't know who I am, I don't know what I want to do, just start with the things that, like, energize you and spark you and, like, what makes you feel good and be honest about it. Like, be unapologetic about, like, what you really like. And then you really start to find yourself through doing that. The more honest you are about who you are and, like, what you like, then the more you feel grounded in yourself as opposed to, like, what do my parents want from me? What do do my friends want from me? What should I be doing? As opposed to, like, what do I want to do? I think the more you focus on that, then the more you, like, truly find out who you are. And I think you can even speak on that because you seem so, like, grounded in who you are. And I think it's because you're honest about, like, what you want and, like, where you want to go, you know? I think it also – there's two things. It also goes to, like, what you find your identity in. For me, it's different. Like, I fully find my identity in my faith, which it hasn't always been that way. Mm -hmm. And so for me, that's been huge because – I don't have the anxieties in that sense that I used to. Mm -hmm. But I also think another thing with your relationships that you're around, I think that being intentional with who you spend your time with Mm -hmm. and the friendships that you have, I mean, like, this is what... your identity. Yeah, for sure. Because it's like, you really do become the people that you spend time with, Mm -hmm. whether you like it or not. Yeah. And I don't mean to, like, look at people and be like, it's not always like, it's like, not always like, what can I get from this person? It's not that, but it's... Mm -hmm. Who do I want to be in the world? How do I want to show up? Yeah. Yeah, and it's being like... Can is this going to be like a good friendship? Can we both help each other? Is it going to be positive? Mm-hmm. Are we going to be like, is what is coming from this good or is it bad? Right. It's just being intentional with who you spend your time with, who you talk to. If you are just spending all of your time in like meaningless friendships mm-hmm. that, you know, like you're just going and doing things that you don't really want to do or things you don't care about, talking about things that you don't care about. But you're just like doing it because you want that connection. Like it, yeah. make, it makes sense why people do it. Like they want approval and love and yes. connection for sure. Or like distraction through conscious. people. Yeah, like you're con- just spending your time with people to distract yourself or whatever. Oh yeah. Yeah. For sure. Being conscious of that. So it's important because you do become the people that you spend time with. Mm-hmm. And you do, they, especially when you're younger, I feel like they just, they really shape who you are and what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Like you look around, like look at someone and they typically are doing what their friends are doing. Mm -hmm. And that goes for like, I do a lot of things that my friends do or whatever. And it's just going back to being very mindful of who you're spending your time with Mm -hmm. and who you're being around. And that doesn't mean that if, I can't stress this enough. Like it doesn't mean that if you shouldn't be spending your time with someone. That doesn't mean that they're bad. It doesn't mean that you're bad. Mm. Maybe it just doesn't work out between you two. It literally has nothing to do with the fact of like, oh, they're a bad person or you're a bad person. Exactly. Things just are not, people are not, we're not all meant to be best friends. Right. You know, like that is just, that's not practical. That's yeah. why there's so many people in this world. For sure. Yeah. It's just like finding the people. And it's also, you're both wasting each other's time if you're really not supposed to be in each other's lives because mm-hmm. you are holding a place that someone else should be holding. There, there's you know? a lot of energy that goes into friendships. And imagine yes. like, if you're putting that energy elsewhere. Yeah, exactly. So it's like you both could be happier. You both could be doing better. And I think that like in life, like things just come together. And a lot of that is people coming together. Mm-hmm. And when you are with the right people, it's crazy to see how things will swirl. Like, we were talking about this earlier at coffee. It's like, when you are just not as close to someone that you were close with or then you are or whatever, like whoever you're around, it's crazy. Like I can see things where I left certain things and then all of a sudden everything in my life started to go better, you know? Mm. And it's like you really, even without meaning to, and it doesn't mean that, it doesn't even necessarily mean that you, either of you are holding each other back, especially on purpose. Mm-hmm. It's just that that was a friendship that you, 
like not everything is meant to go with you. Like you can't take mm-hmm. everyone with you. It's hard. That's, yeah. that's actually one thing that I've been learning a lot about lately is like, I love to stay close to people. I have a really hard time like letting go of people. Me too. Because yes. I get so connected and I just like care about them, like genuinely care about people so much. And so for me to like, like just go like from being best friends talking every day to nothing that's the hardest like concept for me Mm -hmm. to like grasp but like I started to realize that like that's what happens like people go their separate ways people grow in different ways and it's okay like yeah and you have to trust that everything's going to be fine if you do like decide to like slow down your friendships with some people or whatnot but yeah I think being conscious of who you're friends with is huge yes for for sure. sure Oh, we said that at the same time. Uh, wow. <laughs> wow. Okay, um, what do you do if you're, like, having a bad day? Like, what are some things that you do to, like, get out of, bad, of a bad mood or to just kind of, like, turn your day around? Um, lately, exercise has been huge for me. So I'll just do, like, either, like, yoga or cardio or, like, um, just something to, like, get my body moving because I find that I hold a lot of tension in my body. So if my body's, like, tensed up, then I can't, like... I don't know, I just kind of, like, freeze up and go into this, like, downward spiral. So, activity has been, like, huge for me. If I can do something, like, active, that's big. Um, I always try to, like, throw in, like, a self-help audiobook when I'm driving or, like, um, I think, like, taking care of, like, my space and myself. So, like, Mm -hmm. self-care, but not in the sense of, like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna have a bubble bath and, like, a face mask. Like, of course, that's part of it, but, like, also being honest with myself about, like, what actions am I taking right now that's not benefiting me, and, like, how can I, like, move past that? So, like, when I'm feeling crappy, it means that I'm, like, doing something that I know I shouldn't, for me Mm -hmm. anyways. So it's, like, what am I doing wrong, and how can I, like, shift that to, like, feel better? You know what I mean? Yes. So. That's, like, the tweet that I saw a tweet. It was something about self-care, though. Like, self-care isn't always bubble baths then like, yeah. face masks. It's cutting off your ex. <laughs> like, something no, like that. Yeah, like, you it's literally funny. have to, like, take those action steps to improve your life. And that's yes. what self-care is because you're telling yourself, like, I'm worth it enough to not allow this in my life anymore. I'm worth it enough to stop doing this to myself. I'm worth it enough and yes. I love myself enough. And I think a lot of people, like, lack that self-love mm-hmm. to be able to, like, take those steps, you know? I feel like personally if I'm in a place where I don't feel the best Mm -hmm. and I have struggled with depression and anxiety like for probably like seven years now off and on it's way more common than people realize yeah yes it's really it's way more common than you think but aside from obviously like it's clinical it's I'm not taking away from that at all it's just I've learned like healthy coping ways or healthy ways to like kind of combat it in therapy, Mm -hmm. but I'll look around, and so if I get in a place like this summer when I was like, okay, I'm dying, I was traveling every single weekend, I was in LA for two, three days a week, and it wasn't my normal structure, and I was traveling for work, so it wasn't like relaxing, and then I would come back, and I would still need to work, because Mm -hmm. I would have to film videos and doing whatever, Right. so when I was doing that, and then I also, like, I look back, and at the end of it, when I like had my breakdown, I was like, okay, well, let me see what I've been doing the past month or so, Mm -hmm. I hadn't worked out, which working out is huge for me because also I think the power of working out is like you turn your brain out like you just you just don't think about that stuff it anymore feels so good it feels so good you're disconnected you can't be on your phone mm-hmm. like especially if you do like a classic my favorite spend class it's the best thing ever <laughs> so, uh, so I'm a big fan <laughs> no but that's huge I'll look around and I'm like okay well 
I need to like clean up my closet. That's a huge thing for me. Like just randomly like keeping things organized and clean. Mm-hmm. I'm like my stuff's been sitting in a suitcase for two weeks. Mm-hmm. And that is just something that really drives me insane. Not having yeah. natural lighting. Like if the blinds are closed in my house, I go crazy. My roommates are like, you were insane. I'm like, but you just don't understand. Like I know how negatively this affects me. And that's such a small thing. Like these are such oh, yeah. small steps. And I'm not saying that that's going to cure your anxiety or depression. That's not what I mean. So but like I, taking care of your space is like yes. one thing for you. Like what else? Working out is huge. Working out. Um, I think also for me, this has been a huge thing is you're going to laugh because it's, <laughs> it's, it's very like, I don't know how to relax. Uh-huh. Like I just yeah, like, no, obviously no, like, I literally was like, I got to a point where like, I love working, which is awesome. And I love, I don't, it's not even that I love working. It's that I love what I do. Mm-hmm. So that is so fun to me. So it's almost like work could be an escape. Honestly. Yeah. And then, oh, I so use it as an escape for sure. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, okay, well, I don't know what to do. Like, and then I would start guilting myself. Like if I took an afternoon off, mm-hmm. even just an afternoon where I was being lazy, mm-hmm. I would go crazy. Like, mm. I was like, I, I, it was all fake rest. Like, I couldn't actually relax because mm. I was like, oh, I need to do this or I need to answer this email. I need to do something or like, I need to be productive. Or if I'm not working, I need to be with my friends. Like, yeah. I need to go out and do something social, social which is yeah. still so important. But it was, it was like the Nothing guilt. for you. Yeah, yeah, I was not spending any time on myself. Mm. I wasn't even doing like my like devos in the morning or anything like that. So it was just really, which is why I call it my reading. Yeah. But it was just really, I looked back and I wasn't doing any of the habits that I developed that were like leading me into a healthier lifestyle. Mm. Again, I'm not saying if you read or write in the morning, it's going to cure your anxiety and depression. That's but not what we mean. That baseline, if you it, can work from a very solid foundation yes. of like, okay, I feel like like I'm putting, like doing my laundry, I'm yes. doing the dishes, like even small things small like things, that. Small things, it makes the biggest difference. It, it builds up inside yes. of you because you, there's a part of you that feels like stressed about it and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, I have this to do, I have this to do. But if you can create that like foundation of like, okay, so like, my body's taken care of. I worked out today. Um, I did a face mask. My environment is like clean. It feels good. I have a candle going. Like those little things. Like and then like my career. I focused on my career today. Like if you can yes. balance out like all those areas of your life, eating healthy. There's so many different things. Yeah, if you can balance them and like get a foundation going. Then from there you can like skyrocket into like something else. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You can move. You can actually move forward because you're not getting held down by all the little things. There's also something, I don't know where I heard this from or even if it's called this, but there's like this five minute rule thing. So if you have your to-do list and obviously prioritize your to-do list, that's huge. Mm -hmm. But if there are things that take five minutes, just get those out of the way first because Mm -hmm. you can cross like five things off of your to-do list. Yeah, and you feel good. You feel good about it. Yeah. And it's like, you always know like, oh, I still have to do that. You know, it's like, just get it done when Mm -hmm. you can get it done. That is, that's huge. Yeah. For sure. What are some things that kind of help you be productive or motivate you to be productive? Or even if you have like little like hacks or anything. Um, so for one, did we talk about the five second rule already? Yeah, we can talk about it more though. That's I just good. think that's been such a game changer. Yes. Like just like record, cause I come up with so many excuses and I'm the type of person that's so in my head. So I'll come up with so many reasons for why I can't do something. And I like really second guess myself and mm-hmm. I like don't trust myself enough. So for me to be able to like interrupt all of that and like as soon as I see myself going down that path, I just stop and say five, four, three, two, and I just start. Yeah. And that's been like a huge game changer for me. But as far as like other things that keep me motivated, I I like to like get inspiration from friends. So I that's why I like admire you so much because you're such a hard worker. Thank you. And I love to like be around you because it yeah. like really inspires me to like keep moving and like like really like even this whiteboard that I'm looking at I'm like this is insanely dope like I love the concept of that like like little things like that like if I'm surrounded by someone who's like really taking positive action steps for themselves that's a huge thing that motivates me um 
I think also, I'm going to say this about Mason. It's something, Mason, you are also one of the most motivating people I know. Really? Yeah, very That's motivating. interesting. No, but because you're just so, you are someone, you know when you leave hanging out with someone you feel and you feel versus energized like versus feeling, yes. Like, you are like the best example of that like every time I leave hang out with Mason I'm like I feel amazing oh, I'm good. like that's what I want yeah good. that's no you definitely are that like Joe yeah. and I were talking about it the other day after you like left last week mm-hmm. and he was like I think that Mason would jump off a bridge for you if he needed to <laughs> and I was like no like Mason and I are like friends in love like you yeah, get it I'm like, we're, like we were like made for each other we're the same person but you are just so you back people up so well and you also you believe in everyone that you're around like you are so positive to be around and not even like i'm like oh positive good vibes like just no. like a genuine like authentic like i believe in well, you because i think deep down everyone has it in them yeah to create I the life agree. that they want and they just need to like make the right choices so um thank you though but as far as like other things i would say a huge thing that's helped me is like putting myself like picturing myself a year from now taking the same steps, taking, like, the same actions and, like, what that feels like, but, like, a year older, and then being, like, okay, where can I readjust? Because that's, like, motivating. If you think about yourself growing up doing mm-hmm. the same exact thing and, like, living the same life, like, that probably doesn't feel that great. Yeah. Like, I'm sure, like, we all, like, I live in LA. I have a cool group of friends. I make cool videos. Like, I have, like, a dope life. But honestly, if I were to do that forever, it would get so boring. So if you keep putting yourself in the future of, like, okay, how do I want to feel a year from now? Like, mm-hmm. what else can I do differently? That's super motivating for me because I'm like, I don't want to go through life just like living a basic, boring, depressing life. You know what I yeah. mean? Um, I'm trying to think of what else, little hacks or anything. I think one thing, I know that I'm talking about how I don't know how to relax, but I've actually learned and gotten better at it. it one it, thing that like helps. Process. Oh, it's a process. <laughs> yeah. Like It's something that I have to like intentionally do and set aside also fake rest versus real rest so fake rest to me personally is different for everyone fake rest to me is lying around and like watching netflix some days like i definitely need that Mm -hmm. but i don't rest to me is something that you come out feeling energized Mm -hmm. i've talked about this in another episode but like so fake rest for me is like laying around watching netflix because i don't leave that feeling energized do i feel like sometimes i need to do that yes yeah well it's it's a nice way to zone out it's definitely yeah yeah. and for some people that they feel energized from it like Mm -hmm. that totally makes sense but for me like i get more personally out of going to Malibu and spending the day there because exactly. Malibu is like my happy place like yeah. I feel so calm there that and is you're, like, you're still able to rest there you're yeah, not working it's, yes, but it's just exactly. a different environment you're not just like zoning out like you're actually like having to like look yes. at like scenery and like I don't know that's cool I, like I that. think it's something you just have to learn what real rest is for you and what mm-hmm. energizes you and like if that's people that's also really good I think another thing is I have learned that I have to take time off and mm-hmm. that I have to chill. That has some that is something that was so good for me last semester because I was in school. So yeah. I had two completely separate things. Like I had something that I'd focus on and be around and I was like, I kind of want like a little bit of a normal college experience as yeah, well. For sure. So because I was doing that, then I'd be like, okay, well, I'm only gonna pull work back on some other things. Yeah, I had I definitely pulled back from YouTube, and I was like, even do you like, like schedule your like rest. Yes, time? I, I can totally <laughs> see that. She's like, I'm gonna pencil in Netflix and no, chill. No, I'm like Saturday <laughs> afternoon. I try to do like Saturday afternoons because realistically, I don't have like a whole day. Yeah. But I was like, I'm only gonna work like <laughs> I really do. I'm only gonna work like Mondays and Fridays, and so yeah. when I was in school, it was so helpful because it forced me to chill and I was doing something else then I was like excited to work again or I was like oh I'll get this done and I'll get this done I'm not just doing busy work just for the sake of doing busy work yeah but it made me it made me kind of relax in a weird way even if I had something else I was like Mm -hmm. okay well I'm this today I'm focusing on school yeah so 
things that help me be productive is not being productive. Like it's so important. You're going to run yourself dry, you know, yeah. like it's so vital. That's why like, honestly, I pulled back so much from making like productivity and like girl boss videos. Mm-hmm. So I read this book that I talked about a billion times in the podcast, President Over Perfect. Hmm. And it was kind of like, they were talking about like what drives you. And mm-hmm. if it's efficiency and like productivity and busyness, like that is just like going to lead you down like a, a hole, like mm-hmm. a dark, dark hole. Yeah. So you know, finding a drive. And it's not that you shouldn't be those things. No. It's just like what drives you. And for me, for so long, it was that. And I was like, you know, I don't know what I think about this. And I also don't want to create like a false perception right. to these girls who are looking up to me and like messaging me about this all the time, you know? So well, I, like, I think there's back. like a disconnect because yeah. it's like, because a lot of people aren't, don't have your same mindset. Like, yeah. Oh, mindset. It's unnatural. And so they yeah. almost feel like bad if they don't have that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's cool that you're like creating some space and like being honest about like, okay, like maybe this isn't the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. And you like, you're willing to, like, let go of that image you created. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that's super cool. Yeah, I definitely am... I definitely, like, I love all the grab stuff. I love all the productive stuff. Yeah. But it's kind of, like, finding... It's empowering, for sure. Yeah, but it's, it's like, finding what I feel like, like, how I'm going to operate in that from now on. Because right. I've definitely, like, moved things around and changed things. Mm-hmm. And, like, living... Like, Joe is someone who loves living, like, a slow lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And I am not someone who loves living a slow lifestyle. But I also really appreciate a slow lifestyle. Yeah. So it's because, like, especially during the semester when I was in school... It really, like, my my bad time this year started when I was out of school because then all of a sudden my schedule was up to me That's again so and then weird. I went crazy. To me, like, I'm yeah. just, like, the exact opposite. No, like, I went, I don't, I went crazy, huh. but Joe, it was helpful because Joe is someone who's like, hey, like, let's just go get, like, coffee and it's chill, mm-hmm. you know, like, just stuff like that. Like, I know I sound, like, unnatural and, like, crazy, but partly true, but yeah. <laughs> it's, like, those, like, I am, but, like, yeah. Yeah, it's, like, I always want to, like, stress, like, working hard and you can do whatever you want and Mm -hmm. I think you know as long as it's like with healthy intentions but also at the same time like it's okay to not be like that 24 7 like I don't want to be like this 24 7 yeah I think the more honest people are with themselves about like why they're doing the things they do like I think like if you're being honest like maybe you were going to work just to like zone out and like Mm -hmm. it was like a way to cope with like negative emotions like okay well I'll just go work and do this instead you know what I mean that type of vibe yeah it's like you you always know what you're avoiding and like why you're avoiding it I think people do it in different ways and some people use work some people use alcohol some people use drugs whatever it is you're avoiding those feelings for a reason and some people I wish it was me I wish I was the one who could like just go in and like zone out and work for like 12 Mm -hmm. hours but like um yeah I think you just have to be honest about like why you're doing the things you are so if you're working like an insane schedule there's probably like a reason like Mm -hmm. if you're like working yourself to the bone like that's not a healthy thing to do no it's not healthy like being busy and also like glorifying a life where it's like oh my gosh I haven't haven't been able to sleep all week like that is not healthy like don't like that shouldn't be glorified Mm -mm. that's not something that is good I think at the same time sitting on your ass all day and like smoking weed and like eating pizza all day playing video games that's not gonna that's not good either no so it's a matter of like being honest about like okay yeah I'm like you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. you're in the right flow a leader of mine in my life, her name's Erica. I've probably talked about her mm. in this podcast a billion times already. <laughs> Love you, Erica. She also, I got coffee with her during my period where I was just bad mm. this past summer. And she also was like, you know, you need to be careful who you're taking advice from too. Because mm. while on one end, you know, working 24-7 isn't good, but being resting 24-7 isn't good, you need to find, like, a common ground. But it's like, if you're going to... If you're going to someone for advice who you know isn't going to either give you advice kind of in an unbiased way or 
if if you don't want to be more like them don't take advice from them you know i've I've been told like never take advice from people who are less less successful than you which sounds like really shitty but like if you wouldn't want to be in their shoes then maybe don't like do what they're doing Mm -hmm. and i also think like on top of that one thing might work for one person but not another you know what i mean and i think deep down everyone knows what's right for them yeah if you like can learn to trust yourself like okay yeah this is right for me i resonate with that like i really like that piece of advice and like just pick and choose like what works for you from different people you know i also think on top of that like this is something that judah smith like preached about but Mm -hmm. it was like you not everyone is meant to do the same thing we're not all operating in the same way we're not the same people you know mm-hmm. it's weird that we've made this social hierarchy of jobs mm-hmm. to where it's like oh a janitor you look at a janitor and then you look at someone who's like a celebrity and it's like you know we're all meant to do certain things maybe someone is supposed to be a janitor that doesn't yeah, it's not make a bad them thing, it's not sure. a bad thing it doesn't make them lesser than you like it's so ridiculous but on another sense like that i used to be like i don't understand people who don't want like a big life for themselves or want something big for themselves. Mm-hmm. And now I totally get it. I'm like, I like, and my alter ego is like, I live <laughs> on a farm in a town of yeah. 70 people and it's like, we don't have cell phones. Like that sounds amazing, oh my God, yeah. but I have too much drive to like do that. Like drive you in like another, for, like a day. Yeah. Like another area. But if I didn't have that, I would love that. So like, I get it, but I would also, I would be like, I don't understand why like they don't want to work and they don't want to do things. And it's like, we're not all meant to be the same thing. Like there are people who are not meant to live a, lifestyle where it's really that's like busy. super outrageous and yeah crazy. and that's perfect for them and maybe it feels really good for yeah them. and that's fulfilling for them and that's awesome just in the same sense of another lifestyle is fulfilling for someone else you know yeah. well i think it goes like the theme is like trusting yourself if you're being honest with yourself about like like what you're like are you doing what you want to do then mm-hmm. you'll know you know what i mean like maybe maybe someone really wants to be a janitor and maybe they're yeah. like living their truth and like really like vibing with their life they're like hell yeah this is the best lifestyle i love like cleaning up vomit like maybe <laughs> that's what they enjoy yeah. and who knows? maybe but they like serving honest, people and that's why they like it you as know as long as you're honest with yourself about like what you want and what you're doing and i don't know trusting yourself is huge I think also giving yourself room to breathe and, like, flexibility in what you think you want. Mm-hmm. That's a, a big mm, thing. That's tricky. Yeah, because I, like, I struggle with that because I was, like, I always really have been, like, I, I was born this way. Like, and, like, I've always been, like, oh, I want this, I want this. I've always wanted something along the lines of what I'm doing. I just didn't mm-hmm. know exactly what that was because right. I didn't know YouTube and all that at the that's time. That's how it was for me, yeah. Yeah, so I, I always like knew. style, but yeah. I didn't know how it was going to happen. I didn't know how it was going to happen. And for me, it was, like, I... I don't know. I just, like, always knew that I wanted something like that, but it's, like, I thought I knew exactly what I wanted when I moved out to L.A., and I was, like, I don't want to stray from that, so, like, going to, like, the school that I'm at or whatever, that was kind of a big, like, taking a step back, not in a way of, like, a, oh, a failure by any means. It was, like, you know... It's just a transition. It's a transition. Scary, and it's also, like, you know, I don't have to want the thing that I wanted when I was 17. Mm-hmm. Like, that's fine. I don't have to want the it's thing that I want now next you, year. Yeah. Yeah, like, you... Your dreams will change, for Your sure. dreams are going to change, and what you want is going to change, and just, like, giving yourself the okay for that to happen is huge. Sometimes people do that, though, as a way to give up because they don't yeah, think it's possible. Yeah, I agree. So make sure you're conscious of, like, oh, yeah, I can change my dreams, but, like, it, do you still really want that yeah. thing? And is it just because you don't believe it's possible that that's why you're stopping? Because I think a lot of people I think do more that. often than not, that's why people yeah, change. Yeah, but also that is a good point, that your dreams do change, and it's okay to, like, let go and just kind of, yeah. like, flow with life almost. Yeah, like, I didn't want to get married. <laughs> like, I literally was like, I'm you're never getting married. Yeah, literally, I'm, like, still like, um, no, I'm just kidding. But I didn't want to get married. Like, I didn't really care about having a family, like, which sounds horrible. <laughs> I'm not going to say no, it, but... I- I think that's totally normal. Yeah, it's, like, fine. But yeah. it was something that I'm like, okay, well, maybe I do want these things and maybe I don't want 
to be so full. Like another thing Judah Smith always says is he doesn't like saying he lives like a busy life. He likes saying that he lives a full life. It's like it's all about changing your wording. Like it's crazy perception, perception and just vocabulary, which mm-hmm. goes into perception. Why? Like how big of a difference that can make. Especially it's wild. Like with these like self-deprecating memes and like, the oh humor. yeah, like I, I love that. Yep. Like it's like my favorite sense yep. of humor, like super dark, but like it's, it can, like, really affect you. Like, you could say, like, I'm literally, like, dying today. Like, that vocabulary makes you feel so bad versus, like, oh, I had a hard day. You know what I mean? Like, for sure. if you, like, it's, like, how dramatic are you with your words? You know what I mean? And if you're, like, being, like, really realistic about what's actually happening, I think that will make you feel so much better. Because instead of being, like, my life's over, I got in a car wreck, everything's ruined, like, that sounds horrible. Mm -hmm. But instead of just being, like, yeah, I got in a car wreck, I'm gonna move forward and figure it out, that feels so much better, and it's just that vocabulary shift. It really is. It's insane. Yeah, it that's is cool. Crazy. I love that. Okay, we have it's almost about an hour already. I can't oh believe my that. God. I know that's wild. Okay, we're gonna end on you moving to LA. Okay. So, like, how old were you, and what do you feel like gave you the push to move here? And this can go for anyone who has wanted to do something for a long time and like just does it. You know, this you can apply this in different areas. It doesn't have to be like super. Yeah, for sure, specific. for sure. <laughs> Moving out to LA that happened four years ago almost, which is wild to me because yeah. that went by so fast. Um, but I moved from Utah originally, and I used to, like, be super religious and LDS, and, um, just, like, growing up, I knew that I loved the concept of, like, the entertainment industry and the LA lifestyle and, like, being in the spotlight and being seen and, like, making a difference in the world and doing something bigger than just, like, a boring, like, retire at 65. Mason's intentions are extremely good, and for everyone else, they're not, like, yeah, like you want to make a difference you're not like everyone look at me like you but even yeah. through that you want to make a difference yes. uh, yeah well like I, I've always loved the concept of that and I think a lot of times I hid that like from people I was like oh yeah no I just like I don't know what I want to do but if I'm being honest I know I want to like be traveling and like be doing interviews and photo shoots and stuff like that but then also over the past few years I've seen how even like the small following I have I've seen how much of an impact I can make so to be able to make a positive impact became like mm-hmm. the most important thing for me Um, But moving to LA was interesting because I literally got fired from my job where I was making like $50,000 a year. I had like a dope condo in um, Utah. I had like a dog, but she passed away. I, uh, my car got wrecked. Like everything happened within like a one month span. And I was like already planning on moving to LA. But at that point I like just dropped everything and I was like, all right, peace out. Like I'm done. So it kind of worked out perfectly. It was like a storm of like really crappy things. Like getting fired sucks. Having your car like get totaled sucks. Like having your dog die sucks. And I think looking back, if I didn't have like LA to look forward to, I probably would have gone into like a super dark place because of those things. So I think a huge thing that people like need to remember is that if there's a bunch of crappy things happening around you, it could really be like a stepping stone onto something bigger. Mm -hmm. Because if I had my job still, if I had my dog, if I had my same car, it would have been a lot harder to like move out here. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually grateful that all those things happened. Um, but the thing that like boosted me to do, I just knew that I wanted to like live out here. And I think I came to the conclusion that I was like, if I don't do it now, I'm never going to do it. Mm-hmm. And so I moved out here not knowing one person. Me and my mom packed up like a U-Haul with all of my stuff. Um, left my ex-girlfriend back in Utah. We were still <laughs> together. Or yeah, we were still together when I left. And so that was really hard on me. Like there was like a lot of like big things in play. But we packed up, moved out here. I didn't have a place before I moved out here. We stayed in a hotel for a week and just looked for apartments like crazy. And we finally found one the last day that she was going to be there. And so it all worked out perfectly. But 
it's weird because once I took the leap, everything else just fell into place. Mm -hmm. And then the more you keep, like, following that journey and that path and, like, just taking those steps, even though they're scary, like, going to Central Casting and meeting my friends through that and, like, doing collabs on YouTube and there's just so many different elements that made me into who I am today. And I think I just, like, it's a matter of, like, continuing on even though it's hard and scary that's been like a huge theme in my life is like making sure I'm moving forward regardless of what's happening. So no. I don't know. It's been so good and I'm so grateful to like live here. I love like everything that I've created for myself and I'm ready to like go on to bigger and better things. And I really do want to make a positive impact. Like I was bullied for so long through middle school and high school. So I want to do a lot with that. I want to help people like realize that their dreams can come true. Like there's so many different things I want to do and different avenues I want to take. But yeah, that's kind of like... <laughs> My story. My eyes are watering. I poked my eyes. Oh, I thought you were crying. I was like, whoa. No, 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 no. My eyes are watering. (laughs) No, something I wanted to say on top of that when you were talking about how, like, a bunch of, a bunch (laughs) of, um, bad things happening at once. Mm -hmm. So, this is something I'm going to say, and I'm going to say very, very loosely, and I think that this happens less often. I think this is an easy, you can use what I'm about to say and blame other people, but this is not what I mean by that at all. I don't okay. think that people are inherently bad. But this is just something that I learned at the end of last year. Or like maybe like eight months ago. Yeah. But if everything around you is going bad and you're just like, I'm not happy. This went bad. This went bad. This went bad. This went bad. And you keep like, I think this is important for me to address because we've been talking so much about like yourself and whatever. Mm-hmm. I think accountability is huge and this is not what I mean. But I think this is hard for me to explain. But so... It was this book, and they were just talking about how place matters and people matter. And it was, like, obviously, like, um, whatever, basically whatever you believe, essentially, place was created before people. So where you're at does matter. Mm -hmm. And then the people you're around also completely matter. So if things keep going wrong, it's really easy for us to, like, keep looking at ourselves and trying to, like, blame ourselves or figure it out within ourselves, which I think more often than not, it is something with you. Right. But I think also... A lot of the time, it's who you're surrounded by or where you are. where you are. Maybe you're just not meant to be there or maybe yeah. you're not meant to be around those people. Does not mean that those people are bad. Mm-mm. Does not mean that you can blame anything on them. Right. But it means like taking the step for yourself because place and people matter. Mm-hmm. Taking the step for yourself and then things all of a sudden when you remove yourself from a situation and you leave somewhere and then all of a sudden things start to work the out. The gates open. Yes, it's exactly. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. And that, I don't want people to use that and be like, oh, well, it's all the people around me. It's their fault. It isn't. Like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you are still making the decision to be around them. But it it's does like, make it hard though. So yeah. easy on yourself. And like, like it, it sucks. Like I was in a really gnarly relationship mm-hmm. for so long. And so, like, so I could blame all of my problems on one person, but I, I don't want to go there. And it, yeah. it is really hard. And it's like believable when you're in those situations that it is like the other person's fault or where you live, you blame it on your parents or whatever. It's so easy to do that, but it's so much more empowering to be like, okay, yes, I'm here what can I do with this and where can I go from here? You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Don't get stuck in where you are because that's like the result of the actions you've taken in the past. It's not who you are and you can start making different choices, you know? (sighs) No, for sure. That's cool. I love that. Yeah, isn't that good? Yeah, that's so good. It's really good. good. Yes. I love this podcast. I I love this episode. It went so well. Yay. So that is it. Thank you so much for coming. Yeah, thank you for having me. Seriously. Um, So check out Mason's channel. I had so much fun. Okay. Well, I don't know how to end this, but 
Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Subscribe. Like we'll sign. <laughs> um, <YouTuber. laughs> no, for real. Subscribe and I will not see you guys. You will hear from me next week, I guess. All right. Love you guys. Bye. All right, so hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. If you guys want to, feel free to leave a rating and a review. I would love you guys forever. Um, Also, if you guys want to find me on any socials or on my YouTube channel, it's just all Kenzie Elizabeth. Love you guys so much, and I will talk to you next Thursday.